guys, handsome guys, couple of guys, sexy guys, Dan and Ross, Ross and Dan, Ross Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are officially back with Dross after a short uh, summer hiatus of about 10 months. Yeah, we're, we're back. back. We're back, baby. We're back. I'm Feel, bigger and better than ever. Feels good to be back, Dan. It really it does. does. It does feel good to be back, doesn't it? Just looking across from you, staring into your eyes, Dan. Those blue eyes. Chatting nonsense. Staring deep into oh those blue God. eyes. So much nonsense to talk about as I well. Know. We've got some real dross that we, <laughs> we need that we can talk about. Ten months of nonsense to catch up on. We've got a lot of dross to go over. Um, we did. We had Charlie Blackshaw in here earlier, um, and he brought up a, um, a very interesting point. He said Marlon Brando was the best actor of all time. So Charlie Blackshaw likes uh, a goat. He loves declaring someone as the greatest of all time. Uh, That's true. He does, uh, isn't and, he? And he said he's the greatest actor of all time, declared by many people. Um, uh, I don't know. What do you think, Dan? Do you think, can you declare him greatest actor of all time? It's a very good question. Well, he's a good actor. So, so this is it. We're, this is the point is, because I think we then were like, okay, so what about someone like Leonardo DiCaprio? Um, who's been, you know, had a, a very long career. Doesn't have a bad film. Name a bad he film. Have, he must have a bad film. Right? What? Should we look at, oh, let's go on in my There MVP. might be some early ones. Apparently, Basketball Diaries is very good. That's one of his early ones. Oh, I've really? Seen it, but uh, there was so one who was in De Niro, right, as a kid, and he was like exceptional in that. Mm. Um, Child Prodigy. Yeah. He did obviously did Titanic as well. Um, but what I think our point was, is he is he just in very, very good films and does he kind of pick films which he knows he's going to be good in or does he like spread himself as an actor? Or does he carry the films as well? See, that's debatable. Yeah, true. But like, I think like the Titanic was always, Titanic was always going to be big. The, the, the part of it was always going to be big. I watched that for the first time the other day, actually, Titanic. I've never seen it before. Never watched it as a kid? No, I never watched it as a kid. Did you, I remember, I distinctly remember watching, like rewinding the sinking scene over and over again, which is a bit weird. <laughs> really? <laughs> Why? But then when you're like, how old are we? About what? eight, nine? It's a like, cool scene. <laughs> well, because actually, if you think about it, as a nine, eight, nine-year-old, the first like two hours of it are, pretty, are pretty, pretty dull. But yeah. just there's like a, an hour of just gnarly stuff going on at the end. Um, yeah, and everyone's yeah, freaking out. Yeah, it was out. a bit weird as a kid. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe a little bit weird. <laughs> it was a bit yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, let's, let's have a run through who his back catalogue. Uh, Romper Room, The New Lassie was a TV series. I actually didn't like the um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I was I was like... Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should rewatch it. Maybe I'll enjoy it more. Maybe I think I was too excited mm. for it. I was really, really frothing for that film. Um, and and when, it when let I you just, down. Ah, I don't know. I was just like, oh, that's all right. A bit yeah. sad. Didn't, didn't. So, so here's some of the big hits from us growing up. So obviously we mentioned Titanic. Mm. Man in the Iron Mask. That was a <laughs> oh, great movie. Yeah. D'Artagnan and the boys. And Good yeah. That mischief. Was a, that was a great movie. And then he yeah. also, because he played two roles in that, didn't he? He played the Man in the Iron Mask. Spoiler. And the Does king... It, King Louis. Wasn't his twin, yeah. King Louis like, and Philippe. See, that's that's actually quite impressive. You know, mm. he's playing two characters in one film. Yeah. Uh, also, Mike Myers in um, both Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery and The Spy Who Shagged Me. Oh, and yeah. Gold I thought you were going to say. I was like, most- I don't remember Leonardo in those. <laughs> <laughs> but he plays, he plays like, how many characters he plays? Yeah, you're Dr. right. Dr. Evil, Austin Powers, mm. Fat Bastard. Um, I said, that might be it. Actually. Big range, but then also he <laughs> did that. He did that in uh, where he was like the guru. That was pretty shit. I think I turned off halfway through that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I turned time, off halfway through mate, that. I yeah. think he was a, he was time and place, wasn't he, Mike Myers? Like he was mm. like that kind of early like noughties, yeah, like late nineties. Just came on the scene and was like, this is hilarious, and then just kind of the cue was um, dissipated. What was that of the big film at the time? Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Also, <laughs> totally like, rad. But Will Ferrell, for me, is kind of the same. Like he came around probably, what, 2007, just like burst on the scene. All these movies were hilarious. And now I don't think he's as funny as he was. Yeah, he, he kind of plays the same character, I think, unfortunately. He's loud but- <laughs> man child, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. uh, but going back to Leo, obviously uh, he did uh, what's uh, up with Gilbert, what's eating Gilbert Grape? I think that was a pretty good one. You mentioned the Basketball Diaries. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, then Titanic. Did The Beach, Gangs of New York. Yeah, it's all good films. Uh, Romeo and Juliet. God, people love that when we were kids. Yeah, Catch Me If You Can, great movie. The Aviator was good. Uh, Blood Diamond, uh, Shutter Island. 
Inception. He hasn't done a bad one, has he? The Great Gatsby's even good. Django Unchained, The Wolf of Wall Street. The Revenant, all, he won. All very watchable. Once we're talking in Hollywood, though, you did say that was a bomb. I haven't seen that myself. Oh, yeah, it wasn't a bomb. And apparently, like, film students rave about it because there's all sorts of subtleties which I, mm. my my brain didn't pick up on. I just wanted yeah. I wanted uh, a Tarantino, yeah. you know, just the Kill Bill style where just loads of shit's going down. And it was, yeah, it was all right. But then I suppose it's how we rank the best actor of all time as well because... If you if you're you know you could do the Leonardo route and say you know has he ever missed on a movie or you could go and look at like the range of the actor and yeah. their range and then you'd have someone like Cillian Murphy who's acted in like a, some crazy different roles and also who's the, the singer from uh, Jared Leto as well has done some pretty yeah, wild God. roles hasn't he uh, what was that one where he's a drug addict Requiem for a Dream. Mm. I was, yeah, no, he's done some weird stuff. Um, I tell you who else has sprung to mind. Um, the guy um, who played uh, Theory of Everything, uh, Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, oh, but you say that. So what annoyed me about Eddie Redmayne is he play in uh, playing Stephen Hawking. He was really good, and then he did Fantastic Beasts. And for some reason, he's taken a little bit of Stephen Hawking into that character as well. Ah, okay. He's a little bit. There's a, there's a little bit of the kind of I don't know. It's for me, it's too similar. He also did. You watch the? Um, is it called the Danish Girl? Oh yeah, is that, that good? No, I haven't. But I, is that? Yes, he plays like the. I think the first tr- person to have a sex change. Um, mm. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Um, it was good, but mm. yeah, again, like him playing something quite. He was like cross dressing that one. Yeah. But do you think sometimes? the actors take these parts to be like oh this could get me an Oscar oh of course you know of I'll course. be doing something like, it was like the Matthew McConaughey thing isn't it like he obviously came into the scene with rom-coms solidified himself and then he was like fuck it let's try and get yeah, ourselves yeah. on the get some some silverware yeah yeah have you, have you, I read a little bit of his his autobiography and he, talk, he talks about his diet during um, wild to, to get down to the weight wild. of Dallas Buyers Club, it's pretty bananas. You can't come, you can't come back for that from those things, like, can you? As well, like you're never quite the same after yeah, you've. It's exactly what he said. Like because he, he couldn't, um, he tried like running and stuff like that. He used to do lots of running, yeah. and like his knees are kind of gone now. And he's, he's like, I still there's like fat in my face, which just hasn't come back. I'm yeah. still like a bit more gaunt than I was. Yeah. Um, and I think I think that's there you go, everybody. If you're, you're looking to get rid of that, hard to get rid of uh, face fat. <laughs> It's to go on a hectic, low, very low-calorie diet for a movie, and then you'll be absolutely styling. Yeah, I wonder what Christian... Is this Christian Bale? Do you think he looks different after he did his Bale, yeah. machinist one? Yeah, he's a bit of a nutcase, isn't he, Christian Bale? He's also on the list of the best actors as well. Have you got a list of that? Yeah, we're going to hear them. Yeah, go on. Um, we could rank, should we rank them? Yeah, yeah, Okay, Robert De Niro. Yeah. Do you know what the, my problem with De Niro is? I think he kind of sold out at the end of his career. He did the opposite to McConaughey. Or start he, going into like... He did like really cool films yeah. at the beginning of his career. And he's just like, oh, I'm just going to meet the fuckers. And just, True. But he tried yeah. the Irish and that just was a bit wet, wasn't it? Like CGI, Robert De Niro, over three hours or something. That that fight scene is so weird. Oh, it was so stupid. <laughs> it was like it was like out of up. It was like, I was like, my grandpa fight. Like, it was, you know, did Your you know, CGI it? grandpa. It just looked really, like, like the slaps just looked weird. It was really strange. Really strange. That was so bad. <laughs> Didn't believe it for a second. Okay, yeah. so then we've got Tom Hanks, who I fucking love Tom Hanks. I'd put him up there, yeah. Again, he's one of these guys you see his name, you're like, oh, I might go I might go watch yeah. that film. Ooh. Yeah. He does have a certain like delivery though, doesn't he? Mm. Like iconic delivery. So, you know, that that he always kind of Tom Hanksifies the role. Yeah, yeah. So compared to someone like Cillian Murphy, who's very different in all these roles. I don't know. And like Leo, not, not as much. Well, Leo's got that kind of intense stare, hasn't he? That's his like... One thing I'd say is that you kind of want to forget that it's a famous actor. Yeah. So some, sometimes yeah. they'll do a film and they're like, I don't want any famous actors because yeah. I don't want people to be like, oh, yeah. that's Leonardo DiCaprio. That's yeah. him. Um, so if you can get someone who blends into that role and you kind of forget who they are as, a, as an actor, that's quite yeah. good. You know, which is which is one of the reasons why I think I really liked Lord of the Rings when it first came out because there was no like statement actors other than Sean Bean, but he was was never like, he wasn't like Just an A-lister. Yeah, but yeah. He, was a, he was well-known, but he was the only one. But... And Aragon was nearly played by Nicolas Cage. Oh my god! <laughs> 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 so shit. <laughs> there was there was a phase. Did, did you see this? It was like it was when I was like end of uni. There was a phase where 
there were loads of memes about Nicolas Cage losing his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't, uh, like... He's a bit crazy, isn't Nicolas Cage? Does this ring a bell? You know, so Nicolas Cage has that iconic eye thing. Oh, right. You know, it's just like a look he does. It's like the kind of like a crazy look. Yeah. Where he like opens his eyes real <laughs> wide, right? And I remember I went... <laughs> I went on the stage with this girl and I was just like chatting and laughing and I must have been like doing the eye thing because she we went on the second day afterwards but she was like yeah like the one thing I remember is you just kept doing those eyes and I I, I realised I remembered that, I, that they were giving me like channeling Nicolas Cage <laughs> I was like <laughs> were you doing it on purpose or did you like read oh, something online that no, you should no, stare, no, wasn't, no, stare no. deeply into their eyes <laughs> I think I was just kind of like laughing on like you know you'll just be like Oh, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were just really trying to hold that eye contact. Yeah. It's so engaging. <laughs> so engaging. <laughs> Give them the crazy Nick Cage eyes. Yeah, how are you so good with women? Oh, I just give them the Nick Cage eyes. Yeah. Give them the wild eyes. Have you have you heard, uh, sorry, small segue here. Have you heard there's like this art piece they do where they mm. get random strangers to sit yeah, with headphones have, yeah. on and they can't hear just anything stare. and they just stare into each other's eyes for like five mm. minutes and apparently mm. like... Kind of like what we're doing right now. Start, yeah, but it's beautiful. But is it, like apparently doing it on hallucinogenics is a is a thing wow like if you take some strong hallucinogenics and like stare into your mate's eyes stuff yeah. happens i don't know what? Stuff happens. <laughs> i don't know what happens <laughs> which, which, happens. which leads us on to our second question of the day <laughs> yeah. how long do you have to be in prison before it's okay to to bang a dude as a straight guy <laughs> <laughs> oh a couple of years you reckon it's a couple of years a couple of years yeah Oh, no, yeah. Depends how long you're in there as well, I'd say. I reckon that's got to come into it. If you're in there for like 40 years, at some point, you're just going to... Yeah. Also, it's like for some people, it's just a bit of a spectrum, isn't it? You know? They're mm. like, oh, like, I just never had the opportunity. A spectrum of rectums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I never had the opportunity in day-to-day life. And here I am now, bam. The, the door's yeah. open for me. I remember we had... Uh, like, like, but, like in jail. Did which they... is ironic that the door's open for them, isn't it, really? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but do they do they have like um, like in jail do they like get annoyed of you do they're like oh, you're having sex with so and so or is it kind of like it's kind of cool what's the deal uh, with I don't know because imagine you would have thought when lots of these blokes go into jail I'm generalising a lot here but lots mm. of them might be quite homophobic before they go in they might mm. be quite like blokey and like mm. oh like you know and then it's probably in there. I would say it's probably to do with like a power structure as well like I'd say it's probably like it's a way of showing dominance, probably. Like, did you ever watch um, ah, Prison Break? No. Theodore Teabank, he like, has his, like, he, he gets the inside of his pocket mm. and he gets, like, his, his bitch to, like, hold the inside of his pocket while they walk around the yard. Wow. Um, and it's just, like, a symbol of, like, yeah, he's mine. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, But have you not watched Prison Break? No, I haven't. Such a good movie. Is it good? Mate, Should we season, go back? season one and two are, like, probably... Right, some of the best my- cinema... <laughs> to be fair though my old housemate Rowan was watching it um, uh, hi Rowan he, if you're listening he was watching just, I came home every night and was just smashing season one is it six seasons five seasons oh it's long I've been around yeah, for mate, a while just watch the first few seasons does he ever break out that's my question oh, I can't, I can't, can't say you, can't say he, that he breaks out and gets put back in doesn't he for series like four yeah he does <laughs> <laughs> that's, got him back. that's the point where I was like come on I know he's good at Fuck breaking sake. out of prisons but like can't yeah, yeah, keep come putting, on can't keep putting this man in a box <laughs> smart man <laughs> he needs to go Stalin needs to roam yeah. I remember we had a guy we had like some people from prison some people from prison some guards or something came into our school secondary school and they brought in or like showed us a, the beds that they sleep on and like loads of the prisoners had like cut out like <laughs> Like holes in them, which they would use to sexually relieve themselves. Right. Mm. Wait. See, so, uh, how old were you when they brought this? Bit? Was it? Was it? Probably was 13, it? Was 14. it deterrent to be oh, like, it was a deterrent. Yeah. yeah it was like, interesting. This is what we, I do. We had something similar. I don't know if I've ever told you this before. There was um, it was when we were in our last year of school, so we were like 17, yeah. 18, and this like bonkers woman came in and like talked to a whole year, and she was mm. like, "Yeah, so um, basically, I was living in Thailand, having a great time, and you then tell they had, me about that. had this one thing called a military coup. I didn't even know what a coup was. Anyway, so it was all going crazy in Thailand, but I didn't have any money to go back to the UK. So I was chatting to this couple, and they wanted me to take like I don't know five kilos of heroin to Japan, and I thought, why not? They're going to pay for my airfares, and then they gave me give me a couple of thousand pounds. Brilliant, and. 
so I got to the airport and then they just, they just left and I just got arrested. Um, and then I was going to get, uh, the death sentence, um, but I ended up only getting 40 years in prison. So that was great. Um, and then eventually I did 10 years or something like 10 years in Thailand. And then eventually I, I went to serve the rest of my time back in the UK mm. and I got a pardon. So, you know, fantastic. Um, worked out really well for me in the end. So, uh, anyways, <laughs> after this ridiculous story, like, why, why are we coming? Because all the other talks we're having were from like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, scholars business or leaders or whatever yeah just <laughs> the end uh head of the year gets up and he's like so i know about a third of the boys in this year uh, are doing gap years and uh what i would say is that if you guys are you know if you're taking experimental drugs i mean i wouldn't recommend it but that's fine but just don't take it over borders okay go to class <laughs> yeah. like, right. come down here please we're just got a, a private chat with this lady just uh <laughs> so bizarre we're like well to be yeah to be fair though, I was like, I don't want to do what she's doing. So, no, wild. You know? Yeah. Wild. Um, going back to our, our actors. Yeah. They've got here, um, Chadwick Boseman. It's one of the highest ranking actors of all time. A true innovator and inspiration to the world. Um, remind me who that is. Uh, he was in uh, The Black Panther. Okay, I've not actually watched that, but yes, yeah, I'm aware of it. Like, can you swizzle the screen? Right? Yeah, also, gonna... so yeah, I can do. So, are there, is, are the are there some black and white actors because nobody in it. Yeah, oh, yeah, Marlon Brando's there. Denzel Washington, Jack Nicholson, Al Pacino, mm. Daniel Day Lewis, Marlon Brando spoken. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins, fantastic actor. So, I think Daniel Day Lewis is one of the only ones, I think he's the only one who's won three Oscars for best yeah. actor, I believe. He's, and he's, he's one of those ones that like goes into the role the whole time, doesn't he? What's that? Yeah, uh, uh, method actor. Method actor. Yeah, yeah. So, he's like, he was like Lincoln for a, for a year. Yeah. Imagine, imagine that. Imagine, imagine being his wife. <laughs> yeah. be like, for fuck's sake. No wonder he's only allowed to do like a movie once every four years. Yeah. And he's also like, the characters he plays, like, he, I don't think, as far as, he hasn't done like a serial killer or anything like that, has he? No. Just done, did he do like a, that, wasn't the one uh, where he, oh, I was like, oh, I probably should watch it because it's Daniel Day-Lewis, but it was about like, a, yeah. like a, a, a bloke who made suits in London. It's called like something stitching or something. <laughs> it wasn't called something stitching. Um, Stitcher. But that must Face off. quite boring. Yeah. Liam Neeson, again, again, started off with some quite cool movies and then yeah. just a bit of name. Sean Connery. Um, Will Smith's in this list. I mean, this is a long list actually, to be fair. Yeah, uh, who's made this list as well? Brad Pitt, Wh- William yeah. Shakespeare. Was, was, he, was he an actor? He was an actor and playwright, yeah, oh I believe. Oh my God, he's Matt, so talented. Matt Martin Scorsese's in the list as well, but I don't know, is, does he act? Maybe. Kevin Spacey, yeah, controversial. Harrison Ford, Johnny Depp, again, Samuel L. Again, quite a fruity guy. Has played some interesting characters, but, yeah. but does he like Johnny Depp? He troll like yeah, he him, does. You know? I don't think he's not on there for me. Mm. Morgan Morgan Freeman started acting when he was like forty or something. So there's still time for all of us. Apparently, the sign of a good actor is that you you're you're never aware that they're acting. So <laughs> it's just like you watch you know? extras. <laughs> you watch extras. I'm not actually Gandalf. <laughs> I'm just pretending to be. Gandalf. <laughs> Uh, extra just such There'll a be no show. scripts on the night. That goes for all of you. <laughs> genius. It's genius. Is, is Ian McKellen on there? No, he's, he's not. Not what I can see, actually. So, you need to, need to write in there. You need to have a word. Have a word. In Brad Russ- Pitt, quite good, yeah. Yeah, Brad Pitt is decent. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Russell Crowe, he's this interesting is a bit, dude, This isn't is a bit he? terrible. Because I put yeah. best actors of all time, right? So actors is a... Uh, multi-gender word now isn't it so it's women and men are called actors there's only one woman there it's not actresses and only uh, one woman's on this list which makes no sense so we're going to have to go back we're, we're going to have to cancel this whole list yeah that's it um, um, so uh, Dan I was just going to have a quick chat to you about people falling in love with objects yeah great let's talk so about that it's called objectophilia do you have some big news um, I've married my stapler <laughs> 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 Me and Gina are looping. <laughs> no, I've not made my staple. But um, Dan, if you could marry one object, what would you? What object would it be? It's a very um, good question. What would I marry? Or, or, I'm going to rephrase it slightly. So mm. imagine you're a um, you're a pharaoh back in the day, and you yep. need one object for the afterlife. And they're going to embalm you. They're going to give you all business underneath your pyramid. You need one object, just like to have in the afterlife. I mean, like it can't be like glasses because that's you know yeah you might need them but they, they can come anyway yeah yeah they, they're given yeah yeah 
And like not a toothbrush. Do you know what I mean? Nothing boring. Nothing boring. Yeah. Uh, if I was going to the afterlife, my head immediately went to like a gun. Yeah, just in case. You just don't know what's there. You don't know what the afterlife looks like, right? Mm. So if you had a gun, that would help. But then like, if it was like a spiritual object, I wouldn't take a, a gun, you know? Mm. Um, maybe maybe like a sword also would be cool. But these are like going down the train of thought of like fighting off <laughs> something in the afterlife. But uh, if I could... Someone on iTunes, look, I'm not very... Not very like, what's the word? Um, materialistic, I guess. But, but like, because you could say Such you're an earthy guy, aren't you? you could, yeah, you could say like you're it's the free spirit. It's the free spirit. I can say I can say like my my laptop, but I'm not sure the Wi-Fi is very good in the <laughs> to afterlife. To be fair, that was my thoughts. I was like, what, what do I need? Or it's like my iPhone's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I'll take my I'll take my iPhone. <laughs> I'd like to marry my iPhone, please. Um, yeah, probably. An just, iPhone or just a Mac, an right? iPhone, yeah, but then it'll run out of battery. Then it'll just be, it'll look that's like it, it's a brick. But you can like throw it at, at zombies. But in the afterlife, they're... what about uh Okay, so let's rephrase this to: if you could take one item to a desert island, what would you take? Oh, I guess it'd be something quite. It just has to be something quite practical, wouldn't it? Mm, I know what mine would be. We've, we've already mentioned it. Would be glasses. I'd have to take my glasses without them. Yeah. I would think about this. I was like, if I was flying in a plane, I was wearing contact lenses. Mm. And we crashed. How fucked I'd be compared to if I had glasses what, on. What's your prescription? How blind are you? Uh, like I'd be able to survive. It's minus two point five. Oh, so that's like, fine. I used to be minus four point five. Did you? Oh, oh yeah. You would have like, been fucked. I know. I know. Yeah. Because be, like, like sometimes on like nights out, you'd like you'd be mullered and you just like touch your eye, your contacts yeah. fall out, and you'd be like, whoa. Like I'd be able to survive, but like I wouldn't be able to. It would be. It would just make things yeah, fucking yeah. annoying. Like, you'd, you'd be more of a short distance man. <laughs> Yeah, you know. like you wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to see what, you know. You'd be a terrible hunter. Birds or, you know, and trees to, you know, I just couldn't do any hunting yeah. really, probably. Do you know what? It sounds, to, sounds to, really, uh, really lame, but actually a toothbrush if you're on a desert island would be pretty, pretty useful. Do you know what I think it would be? Like you'd lose your teeth on a desert island. That'd be, and like you wouldn't, no one be able to sort it out. That's true. You know? So I think, and this is coming from a dentist, everybody, but I think floss. How can you get away? Oh, no, but then you'd have toothbrush, but you don't have toothpaste, so you'd kind of... But the reason mm. I think fl- floss is because floss is so multi-purpose. It's like a tough rope, isn't it? You could use to, like, tie things. That's true, actually, yeah. Yeah, okay, mm. okay, yeah. That'll be in my survival kit, I think. Yeah, yeah, Do you take that on a plane with you normally? No, 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 no I don't, not really. <laughs> Maybe I should start. Yeah. Excuse me, sir, why do you have this floss? <laughs> um... Just quickly circling back to objectophilia, Dan. So, yeah, objectophilia um, is a great you, word as well, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it, is, it describes it really nicely, doesn't it? So, um, yeah. do you know, so people have actually been married to various things. So there's like yeah, some, I've, I've got a list of some women's married to like a fairground ride. Yeah, um, saw that This one. bloke was married Amy to his... Wolf. This guy was married to his Nintendo DS. Smart man. Um, yeah, no, but he had some good times yeah. there. Um, there's a woman called uh, Mrs. Eiffel. Uh, what's her name? Miss- Erica Eiffel. Oh, um, goodness me. Who, who married her to the Eiffel Tower, though? Do you know what I mean? Like, there was a documentary on it years ago on like Channel 4. I remember mm. watching it. And it was just... And then there was... just some, Oh, and there's a guy who married his car. Yeah, yeah. Like... Nathaniel's in love with his car. Uh, red 1998 Monte Carlo that he named mm. Chase. I mean, Nathaniel. as far as go, it's, it's a cool car, but... Like, I think there's cooler cars to marry. Yeah, what you think, if you had to marry a car, what car would you go for? Tesla, you'd marry a fucking Tesla. Marry Tesla, you? just I love that sustainability down. Yeah, love it. Sal nine thousand. This woman married a statue. Um, this guy also married a car. A man from Tokyo, Japan, is married to Nini Anagasaki, a pleasant, beautiful girl who is always there when he needs her and doesn't pick fights. Sounds ideal, right? Just one problem. Nene Anagasaki happens to be a video game character from Nintendo DS game Love Plus. Mm, fair enough. And then we've also got, this guy is married various various dolls. God, your I'm, parents would be so upset if you married an inanimate object, wouldn't they? Imagine yeah, you were a kid and they married you, an animal know what, object. I kind of feel like it would be a build up to it. So you're right. it wouldn't be like, and you're like, it's normal, 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 normal. Yeah, you're right. And you've married that. Yeah, yeah, like, it'd be some like, red flags along yeah, the way, wouldn't it? It's kind of weird. Yeah, okay. I've got a weird kind kid. Of, that kind of adds up. <laughs> I've yeah. been a really weird kid. At what, what point do you reckon you notice that your kid's a bit a bit odd? Because kids are a bit strange, I reckon, potentially yeah. up to about five. You get the odd one who's oh, like, I reckon still like super chatty, but. 13, they're all a bit. They're a bit weird. Some weird 10-year-olds out there. Yeah, do some strange things. Do you know what I saw the other day? There was uh, this this girl who was, I think she's just turned two, and she's the youngest person to be brought into Mensa. Um, oh, is she? And, like, Have you seen the South Park <laughs> Mensa episode? No, no. 
<laughs> Mensa is no, no, it's no. Oh, what is it? Nambler. They've got Nambler. And they're feuding. The two Namblers are feuding. One is the something Marlon Brando lookalikes association. And the other one is Man Boy Love Association. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're feuding over the name. It's great. It's a really funny episode. Yeah. Google pedophiles first, like these like Marlon Brando lookalikes. It's <laughs> brilliant. So, so good. Um, so, uh, where were we up to just then? Yeah. You were talking about the scale at Mensa. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, Tia like just turned two, and she. So they, I think it's on like the Jimmy Kimmel show. They're like they get up loads of. Um, she's really into the periodic table, which is an interesting oh, thing really? for a two year old to be into. And, she's two, and the mum, yeah, two, and the mum's holding up all the different letters, and wow. she's like, "That's chlorine, that's beryllium," and this wow. kid's like talking properly with all like, and she only she knows all these elements from the periodic table. Um, but you wonder whether the the parents have just sat her down and be like you're, learn you're gonna learn these elements yeah. right? so, so I worked on um, Little Big Shots a few years ago it's obviously about very talented kids in certain areas mm. and there was this um, kid from Russia yeah went on a TV show and he was like the human calculator and I was like sick we'll try and get him on the show anyway Skyped him Skyped his dad and was like oh cool like so how good it is is he at this stuff basically they just like taught him like three of the things and they just repeated the same ones on TV it was all a lie. So it wasn't, yeah. Not saying that this gal's a liar, because I'm sure there are some genuinely very smart kids, which there were from the show, but there are also some like... I, I also wonder whether, it, you know, if you're going into Mensa at two, like, oh, that you, you've got... It's going to be hard to keep that level, you know? Yeah, like you're, you're already too much just, pressure. Like, you this you don't need to go genius. into two, do you? Yeah. Just like, wait a few years, agreed. And I, I also feel like... Uh, when kids when kids are going up are often the ones who are like supposed to be very gifted when they're younger yeah go off the rails don't they yeah they stop they trying yeah I don't know like there's yeah. a big difference between like the kids that are kind of naturally smart and at the top of everything then they like move schools and they're no longer that smart and they just like waste away into yeah yeah, yeah. other things because they were told they were really good and mm. then yeah, yeah they're just used to being like naturally at the top yeah, yeah. Mm. this yeah. guy apparently Dave Cat. Yeah. He lives with his wife and mistress, Sidor Kurinoki and Alina Vostrikova, who are both dolls covered in artificial skin made of silicone. They even have fake tons, tongues. Um, they're technically love dolls man manufactured for sex, but Dave Cat, his name, he says that they're not just, he's not just used as sexy things, but as life partners. And he's put here that his reasons for purchasing them were 70% sex, 30% <laughs> companionship. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but you know what to be fair to Dave Cat thing. here if you're going to marry an inanimate object right. makes way more sense marrying a sex doll than it does marrying a I'd, Eiffel Tower or a theme park ride I'd say so or a yeah. car yeah yeah that's way weirder like I mean obviously yeah. it's still pretty fucking weird but like you can see where the thought Pe process people has gone people do have sex with cars don't they I yeah, don't, I don't know exactly like the mechanics of it, but like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> how does it work? <laughs> it's things. All right. But um, it's all a bit suspicious, isn't it? Yeah. Um, there was a doco once of like some it followed guys who had sex dolls, and this one guy had like three ex-wives, and then he had like loads of sex dolls, and then he used to Photoshop his ex-wife's face. And he was like, he was like, very open about it on his on the doco. He used to Photoshop his ex-wife's face onto. He used to take photo he just like set up a photo shoot then he would i'll take and then he would, he, would, he would then take all these photos and then he'd photoshop his ex-wife's face onto the sex dolls it's like wow like ah, you know if you're gonna do that behind closed doors wow. probably wouldn't do a docket on it but yeah wow he clearly doesn't care does he wow there's just some cool. fun people out there you know you know Dan? some fruit guys yeah. Lin gu yeah south korean legion gu is married to his decker daki makura a body pillow he purchased from Japan which features an image of fate testosterosa sorry I'm butchering these names but basically a gal from the anime series magical girl lyrical no no, no. he married a pillow with an anime picture on it yeah and anime porn done weird yeah it's weird, weird isn't it um, it's weird I remember I was like sat next to a middle-aged bloke on a, on a train guy. yeah this in came Japan. up on the Japan episode he was, yeah he was I don't know I wanted to yeah, yeah, oh, the story yeah 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 I've only got like five stories down <laughs> about Japan I've only yeah. got yeah, about five stories about anime or Japan yeah. it's a great story though 
But yeah, he was just watching anime porn next to me. Um, and it's, it's called hentai, isn't it? Hentai? Um, yeah, I think so, yeah. And we'd, I'd sort of look over and he'd, he'd stop watching. And then I'd, Technically, I'd look back the story, and, yeah. you were watching hentai porn on a train with a, a Japanese man, really, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were both watching it. It's <laughs> over your shoulder. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but like in Shinjuku, you can actually go around in the... In the yeah. I'd say about a third of the stuff in those shops is yeah. hentai. So there's obviously a big following. Um, Weird, isn't it? But then that's because of all the birth rates dropping in Japan because... Because they're just watching hentai porn. Probably, that's probably one of the reasons, but they just work themselves to death, don't they? Yeah. What do you make of China building in the, doing the three-child policy now? They've really done a bit, yeah. of, a, bit of a U-turn on that, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, they have, because their um, population wasn't, was, the, was declining naturally. There's going to be such a skew now, isn't there? And I think part of the problem is a lot of, a lot of the, the younger generation have moved from, there's a lot of people in the rural, in the rural areas. areas. And so they left the their, their elderly mums and dads there. Yeah. And they've moved to the cities to and now there's jobs. no one to yeah. look after the, the elderly mums and dads. Yeah. But you think as a, in, in quotation marks, communist country, they should like be able to provide, the state should provide for these these elderly people. Yeah, it's a very good point, yeah. isn't it? Um, I don't know if they will though. Free channel policy. Uh, look, it, <laughs> Is it good? I mean, there's already 1.4 billion people in China, so it's obviously a highly overpopulated country. But yeah, you yeah, I don't know. The thing is, I, I don't think I think all that generation has has only known one child. Yeah. So for them to just re, just rejig it in their brain, it yeah. doesn't compute. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's why there's you know the countries where they have loads and loads and loads of kids, and yeah. it takes them a while. It takes them quite a few generations to get to the point where they actually actually only need two kids. Like I don't need to have yeah, like it's seven socially ingrained right yeah but then you know the communist party will be like if they want people to have three kids they'll start putting out propaganda for it so yeah did you watch uh there's a thing i think it was on netflix um about the one child policy mm. in china oh my word used to like put, like just killed off the second child didn't they yeah that, they got girls so like there was an artist who who was just taking like photos of like kind of rubbish dogs oh, yeah. and stuff like that and then this. he happened to see a fetus which had been just like aborted like you know like wow. a very like a, a stillborn or whatever and he he took it was like that that's crazy and then he happened to go around and find loads of other yeah. ones and then he decided to make his whole exhibition about that the fact that there were so many but there was a uh, there was a uh, obstetrician who who mm. was I think she worked out she'd had to kill about 80,000 babies. And so she's working to her eighties to try, she went to try and redeem herself. So she was trying to, before she died, she wanted to help like 80,000 couples have a baby yeah. to like, cause the Balance man was like, it. it's probably the only thing you can do to undo that, what you did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's, yeah, there's so many horrible stories like that. Wow. It's pretty wild. Um, yeah. Hectic. Well, on... Uh, but why, why don't they just go for a two-child policy? Well, that's what they, they've had, I think. Yeah, no, but why don't they just, like, from this... I think, just, like, I think it's the same thing. Like, modern economies, just people don't have the time to have loads of kids, do they? Yeah. Both parents work and, you know, less people are having kids generally. So I think they've just gone, oh, fuck it, you guys know three kids. Yeah, I guess they're probably aware that a lot of people won't go... To, mm. to, like a lot of people still only have one or, or none yeah. almost yeah. so they're like okay actually if we encourage people to have three that might balance all yeah. out yeah, yeah it's pretty smart idea and I, I, I think in, you know, in other countries when they have like a declining birth rate um, so the reason why Japan's really struggling is because mm. they they don't have that many their immigration their immigration is pretty low um, yeah it's almost tiny isn't it and, and they don't let the people stay mm. they don't let people stay there if they're um, not Japanese basically yeah I kind of think the same might happen China because in lots of western countries they'll just be like oh we'll, we'll just open the borders and yeah. let more people in yeah. that'll, that'll balance everything out yeah. um, but they might not be able to do that in China I don't know I don't think I think don't think people are going to rush to move to China are they yeah they're not from China really, yeah. I'll probably move to Hong Kong maybe mm, yeah. but yeah Hong Kong was different I don't know if I'd go there now yeah. anyway yeah, yeah. another news yeah. I've got a question for you yeah what uh, what dog would you pick if you had to fight a lion? Uh, if you had to fight a lion, if you had to take down a lion, Rhodesian Ridgeback, with a dog, obviously, you'd go for a Rhodesian Ridgeback. Yeah, Good choice. I'm pretty sure they're designed to do that. So let me fact check that. I've got uh, a list of ten dogs, apparently, okay, yeah. which could be used to take down lions. Do you want to hear about them? Yes, please. So number one is the Rottweiler. Yeah, born to be a natural guard dog. 
successful in the military and the police. Hired to protect owners and aloof of strangers, intelligent, strong jaws. Quick and full of energy. Strong jaw. Strong jaw. That's what I've got down there for the Rottweiler. Also, then there's so there's ten dogs here. We'll go through. Can I can I just quickly ask? Mm. Have have there been cases where these dogs have attacked a lion successfully? I mean, I think this is just kind of a we're talking in broad strokes here. Okay, yeah, you back it is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the dogs that were kind of bred or in and around these areas. So the second one is a wolf dog. Yeah, which I'm assuming is dogs that bred with wolves. Um, they're just really aggressive, apparently. Very yeah. intelligent. Uh, they, Sharp uh, canine teeth. Are they called wolf dogs? Wolf dog. Wolf dog. Is wolf that, dog. Is that like a is, a... is a husky a wolf dog? No, no. I don't think so, no. Because huskies dog's are like quite wolfy, half you know? wolf, half dog. Half wolf, half dog. Okay, this might be a silly question here, mm. but is a, a wolf actually a different... Uh, are they... Like, is it a bit of the difference between like a donkey and a horse? Canis and then you make... And, you and make, uh, Canis Lupin and, and, and the, what's a dog? Dog's like, yeah. So it's like, but, but can they can they so not like have can they have an offspring? But then so the offspring like can't. A fox, uh, like a dingo, like so. Wild dogs is kind of like different to wolves, but they can interbreed. Yeah, but will they? And the offspring can breed again. So that's what a wolf dog is. Okay, so they're all so it's lineages of, down from a wolf. Yeah, they look really like wolves. Yeah, and then you've got. The Neo- Neapolitan Mastiff. Oh, yeah. It's been around for 5,000 years. The Romans used to use them in gladiatorial combat. They've got those big, long, droopy cheeks. Wait, can we see them? Fucking big, can we get yeah. A photo of that? So let's put them in. Yes, please. Neapolitan Mastiff, here he is. Here he comes. They're like big, droopy, but really massive, these dogs. Do we still see these around? Yeah, they're still around. Look how big that one is there, look. Oh, my word, he's huge. So he's like sat on a bed with this girl. I don't know if the girl's small, but the dog's like, three times the size of her it's got so much excess skin big floppy jaw like droopy cheeks are they on are they generally ones. found in like cold countries and the reason why i asked this because i Good feel like question. all that saggy skin would actually here. keep me quiet oh my god these are why have i never seen this dog before yeah hectic aren't they yeah. so yeah these were apparently quite good to take down so they used to fight lions in gladiatorial combat in contest with the, with the romans cool They've I put here massive size and strong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd <laughs> agree with that statement. Yeah, yeah, Big old dog, yeah. aren't they? Uh, all right, let's move on. Yeah, yeah. This is good, Dan. Like this. Great oh, also here, so we'll turn the page. Confident. <laughs> they're confident dogs. <laughs> so they're good at public speaking. Walk into any room. <laughs> uh, and they've got wide mouths. Yeah. Um, oh, I believe it. But here they've also, in brackets, not the strongest mastiff. FYI. Ooh. Okay. And then next we go to the Bauble dogs, which I believe is a South African. Right. Okay. That, should put it that in. would track, yeah. Let's put them in here. Let's have a little look. Yeah. Bauble. Mastiff. Probably not pronouncing that correctly. But he's a big boy as well, isn't they're, he? They're sort of quite hench dogs, aren't they? They've got like this. Yeah, sort look of, at him. Um, he's big, big, big boys. They are chunky. <laughs> yeah, strong. They've got that kind of like, boxer. Strong of no, he looks, This one here looks like a boxer. I mean, you know what I mean? They've got that yeah. kind of like, oh, I can so have you, like, stubby, almost like big shoulders. Stubby kind of jaw, yeah. Um, I reckon, so they, they obviously cut the tails off of them normally when they were hunting lions and stuff so that they couldn't nip onto their tails, I guess, when they were hunting stuff. But these are- That's very, why they did it. I, think, I guess so. Yeah. I'm always, what's the point? I guess for yeah. maybe just fighting stuff. But these are the most agile, mastiff apparently. Mm. Uh, and they're usually used by farmers in like South Africa to defend their homesteads from- Hyenas and lions. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they can even take on a, a leopard. Do you think there's something? One on one. Do you think there's something wired in dogs' brains that mm. that makes them really good pets? You know, like they yeah they like the hanging they yeah. like hanging around human beings. They yeah pack animals, aren't like, they? Was was there a point where they're like this dog's like hanging around us? He's quite cool. Like yeah, how do they domesticate them? them? Or, or do we do we just like get one, hold yeah. on to it quite, and we're like okay, well, I reckon it'll be it like and make it our thing. Like if you saw what are they out in like a coyote, right? Yeah, imagine you've just got a coyote and you just had like a coyote in bread or like a dingo. It's the same thing, right? Yeah, just hanging around with you. And I think if you kept giving it food, it'd probably just keep chilling with you right yeah yeah. Like most animals would if you just kept giving them food they'd like you see people who captures capture a bird or something just turns up every day and they give it some food and fucks off yeah yeah a bit like that wouldn't it yeah i think that's probably and then and then once a litter comes mm. you're you are basically 
uh, you rear them from a very very young age, and that's all yeah. they know. And then being you select humans. the ones that are like you really like friendlier. You. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. And the next we've got the Rhodesian Rhodesian Ridgeback, yeah, as you said, which is called the African Lion Hand in quotations. Bam. It's a mix of European and South African hunting dogs. Shown that the South African belt is shown by there's a distinctive ridge along its back. They're very fast and intelligent and they work well in packs. Excellent, excellent scent trackers. Awesome. Can track prey for long distances. There you go. So they can also hunt them down. Super. So if you've got some lions rustling around in your in your farm in South Africa or Rhodesia, <laughs> you can send out the Rhodesian Ridgebacks. Wouldn't it be cool to be able to have a dog sense of smell for like a week yeah. maybe? I think you'd realise how like badly some of your mates smell really, wouldn't you? Yeah, and you're like, wow, this room's awful. Yeah. And, and, and like how far could we, say if we're sat here in this room, mm. do you reckon we could like smell out onto the road and you know, like how far do you think you could smell? Scent up. Yeah. It's weird because they've like visualised it in like computer games and stuff, right? They've visualised the scent tracking. Mm. And I wonder if it would be, if it's like, how how it would work so my brain can't really comprehend it but in the games you kind of there's like a trail that you follow and it's, you get visualizes it more than so you can see it yeah and you follow the trail i wonder if it would be guess, like that I, that you can kind of sniff out this route i guess what they do is they smell they smell something like oh okay that's that i recognize that and then like they turn the head and they're like okay it's slightly stronger here than here mm. so therefore I'll go this way mm. and they just keep going until it's like mm. the smell gets stronger you know when they say sharks yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say this. Yeah, you know, like, they can sniff a drop of blood from <laughs> sixty miles away. Like how? I'm mean, obviously not sixty miles, but no. I mean, that's, like, it's, that's like so diluted by then. Yeah. Like, surely there's going to be absolutely no trail. It would just like diffuse out in any direction. Yeah, yeah. And that would have to be like just it, it would take a, surely it takes a long time for that blood to diffuse to the point where it gets to like mm. the sharks. It would have to be a lot of blood, right? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I, I've I've heard that before. Like, you, know you get cut, you get like a little cut surf, and you're like, oh, should I go in? Yeah. Probably be fine. Yeah, it's a tiny amount of blood, surely. Mm. Yeah, you need like a whale carcass of blood. That's probably what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. Uh, okay, Rhodesian Ridgebacks. They're very fast, intelligent, work well in packs. We've gone over them. Okay, Bloodhound. The Bloodhound they were put on this list, but they were like at the bottom. Are they, are they the best like sniffers? Yeah, Bloodhounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. cool name. Yeah. Very cool name. Uh, and is there a reason why it's called the Bloodhound? Can they sniff out blood? Is that there? I guess so. I didn't look into that. They're like one of those cadaver dogs they have. They've got exceptional tracking abilities. Yeah. Um, but also at the, at the bottom, they put probably couldn't take on a lion on without other dogs. So, so it needs backup. Fair enough. So it needs backup. It's mm. more like the the scout or something. Yeah. Because okay. you see like uh, hyenas which in my eyes they're kind of like they're kind of like a dog dog would you say yeah I wonder if a dog could breed with a hyena yeah, yeah. Wait, probably not I'm gonna I, say no I think they do look a little bit too distant don't they yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're chunky old hyenas um, but you always see like one lion with like a pack of like five hyenas and they just kind of like just growl at each other but I mm. don't think they ever really like you know, like, what the hyenas come in because like, the hyenas need numbers, don't they? Yeah, and yeah. then they get then when they've got the, the sheer weight in numbers, then they have you ever seen a pack of hyenas actually kill a lion? Like, have you? I think so, yeah. But yeah. I, so there's some stuff on the natural world where it's like one male lion just chilling on his own, and then like these fucking hyenas going for him, and then all out of nowhere, like a second male lion will turn up and it's like saves the day and helps him out. But it looks like the lion's pretty stuck before the. The other lion comes in. Right, okay. Ooh. Yeah, with their creepy laugh. Yeah, they are quite creepy, aren't they? So, so any more facts about the bloodhound there? No more facts about bloodhound, other than Damn. they probably couldn't take on a, a lion. Yeah. But I've got some other fun dogs coming up. Mm -hmm. Four left. The, the Fila Brasileiro, which is a crossbred of an English Mastiff, Bulldogs, and a Bloodhound as well. Um, wait, wait, what was that name there? Fila Brasileiro. I'm, I'm assuming it's for Brazil. Oh, right, okay. And they just brought them over to Brazil. Yeah, like, bred them up. Just got them all to used, have a good old time to together. Used to have them to fight off jaguars. Cool. Mm. Oh, Apparently cool. jaguars are pretty... Jaguars aren't that big, are they? In terms of big so cats. So apparently, like, there's this great thing on YouTube that you can check out. It was where they like rank all the animals. Yeah. Like, so there's one that was like ranked all the big cats. And it put jaguars as number in the top tier. Uh, was it? Yeah, so they've got like a gnarly bite. They're stronger and chunkier than leopards. They're also really agile. 
So like across the board, they were saying that like Jaguars, what's, obviously they couldn't take down. What's top Tiger? Bengal Tiger? They so are. they were in the top tier as well. And then I think, no, so I think it was Leopards were top tier. And then I, I think Lions and, and so they basically tiered them by like top tier, A tier, B tier, C tier. So like, they didn't have a number one. But no, it's more than, so it's not so much you have one, they're in tiers. So more than one animal can be in the yeah. tier. Yeah. yeah. I think, um, I think you put lions, tigers, I think lions, tigers there. were in a similar tier. I think tigers were also maybe slightly higher than a lion. Um, I remember the leopards being quite low. Mm. Cheetahs being really low. Yeah, cheetahs are pretty small, actually. Well, they're, they're just, and so basically it ranks everything in like their, uh, what they've put there. Like, so they kind of compu- computer gamify it. And it's like they. Speed and killing. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, what have they, what have they maxed out? What skills have they maxed out? Yeah, so yeah. you're like making a character or something. And it's like leopards, not leopards, cheetahs, like maxed out skill, like speed. <laughs> just like put everything into speed. And then they're like, but actually they're pretty useless because they can't. I can't stop anyone taking their like any animal basically wants to take the, the cheetah's kill they can yeah that's true they're just like they just have to run away so it's a little bit pointless isn't the leopard's whole deal that they kill it and then they just drag it up the tree because none of the other yeah. ones go in the yeah, trees exactly. like, oh, yeah even though some tree. lions have learnt to climb trees oh my god wild jaguars they hang out in trees don't they I'd jaguars say? can also climb they can also swim there we go this oh. is why they're sitting in this top tier get them in that top they've tier they've also got the strongest bite stronger bite than the leopard as well <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pretty hectic, and they're a bit thicker than leopards. Mm. That's why they're in top tier. Everybody. What about a bobcat? I thought bobcat would be like tier four. Yeah, low, quite low yeah. tier, I think. Yeah, across the board. Anyway, so the Fila Brasileiro yeah. uh, can uh, take down a jaguar. Used to fend off jaguars. Very courageous. I've got here hunting groups. Very good at hunting groups of four or five to hunt the lion. Sick. Can um, run at about thirty-five mile per hour, and it's banned in lots of countries as they get really aggressive towards small animals. They like to hunt, they just take down all small animals. But so if you're like a chihuahua, go for it. Just eat it, yeah. Well, eat mm. it, take it out. Um, next, we've got the great name here. Mm. The Dogo Argentino. Cool, okay. Where do you think that's from? Oh, no. Uh, Spain. <laughs> close, yeah. very close. Argentina. <laughs> Shock horror. Uh, it's a big muscular dog, bred to take on wild boar and puma. Uh, they're a pack hunting dog quick reactions exceptional lung capacity I've also got for a second time muscular muscular and they can endure long trips in any weather so they sound like a pretty good choice yeah yeah and um, I'll give you, we've got two more after this and I'll can, let I, can I have a quick quick, quick question here yeah. pumas and jaguars what how do they differ so I think one I always kind of like put them in the similar category yeah so I think you puma, know. Puma, yeah. puma are all black all black coated or you're thinking of panther so, oh, pan- so panther is a little bit like I think, as far as I'm aware, mm. is it's it's like a gene. So you can get a panther, tiger, panther, lion. It's it's a gene which makes. So if you actually, yeah. if you actually look, so it's it, just dark pigmentation, isn't it? Yeah, but you can actually, if you look really closely, you can see their stripes or their spots. So it's like it's. I guess the way you describe it is like it's almost like, a, yeah. like an albino, but gone the yeah. other way. That makes sense. Here we go. So the difference between a panther and a jaguar is that a panther is the broader term used to refer to any big cat. Uh, oh what! It is a name. It is name of a genus and not a species. Jaguar, on the other hand, is a panther with yeah, black yeah, spots yeah, on its body, mainly found in the tropical rainforest. Puma versus jaguar. All right, let's check it out. Let's go puma, shall we? Puma, puma. Key difference between a puma, puma, and jaguar are totally are totally different in appearance and features. <laughs> Jaguars are larger and stockier, and are mainly found in the Western Hemisphere. Pumas. Belong to the Puma concola species and genus. Puma is, is also known as a cougar or a mountain lion. So yeah. a, a Puma is a, a mountain lion. Oh, that's actually. So they're very different. So, yeah, they're a bit more like a. So, obviously, a mountain lion is probably the anglicized word for it, and Puma is probably the like South American term mm. for it. Like, probably more kind of like Native American term for it. Sweet. They're meant to be pretty hectic as well, though. If you had to be one cat, what would you be, Dan? Which one would you be? Tiger. Tiger. Mm. Yeah, Tiger's pretty cool. I could go Tiger, yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Have a good time in that jungle. Exactly. Mm. It's a groovy time. You are the biggest one as well. Yeah. Tiger's the biggest, biggest, biggest They are, yeah. Well, I think male lions get pretty can be pretty chunky as well. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, I like, you've, you've seen where they've interbreeded them. The, the liger. The liger and the tiger. Cool. 
Uh, have we got one more dog for us, Dan? Two more. Two. Oh my God. Got the Kangol. Hey, got the yeah. Kangol. It's got the strongest bite of any dog. No, sorry, out of any of the list. Uh, the bite triples that of the Doberman. Their bite force is 743 pounds per square inch. Mm. More so about a 400. So, a big Turkish dog bred for protection. I've got here at the end, big and muscular. <laughs> and we'll, we'll finish this one. This is my favorite one. It's the Tibetan Mastiff. Oh, yeah. Super fluffy, droopy faces, big fluffy black dogs. Um, and they're bred to protect livestock against wolves and leopards, ETC. Um, they're flock guardians, alert and active at night, and powerful jaw strength and massive size. Fantastic. If you yeah. had to have any of those dogs, Ross, to hunt the lion, which would you go for? Still the Rhodesian? Oh, I know. Rhodesian. I quite like the sound of that last mastiff. Yeah, mm. the uh, Tibetan. <clears throat> They're pretty joke. Do you want to see the picture? What's the one which I've I've, I've seen popularised a lot recently? They look like big white fluffy bears. Oh, that's <laughs> like the Chow Chow or something. Yeah, they're they're pretty they're they're pretty cool. They're Asian, an Asian dog, aren't they? I think. Mm. Oh, look at him! They've got a big oh, mane, he's so haven't they? Fluffy. They are so fluffy. <laughs> Do you know what though? I think it'd be look really really interesting to see a before and after with him and like giving it. Look at size that. Oh, that that is a child. To be fair, but still. So look at this one. <clears throat> Oh my way. How big they are. They need to start exporting one. those out of Tibet. They are. Look at this guy. <laughs> I mean, it must be kneeling down. That's just huge, isn't it? <sighs> that, wait, wait, that, that's the person standing up. Looks like it. No, yeah, that's but wrong. I can't be. It's huge. Well, it's just massive. <laughs> and also, the hair obviously helps protect them from like leopard bites and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely back him. <clears throat> Big boy. You, I mean, he looks a bit small, but. Your lion's going to go in for a big chomp. He's just going to get a huge fur ball. Yeah, and exactly. At that, at that point, it's gonna... the mastiff can outfox him and just yeah. get, get back in him. I, I rate these mastiffs. They're cool. Yeah, good find. Have you seen, I brought this up the other day, I might have mentioned it, how big mooses are? Yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're so astonishing. Yeah. They're astonishingly large. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's also this a breed of bison as well that are massive. Have you seen these? It's called like the Massive Bison. It's called the Massive Bison. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's generally that's just its name. But like, look at this guy. I all oh, imagine hunting that back in head. the day. Wait, is that? Oh, he's shearing it. I thought he's like just look at the, doing the head something. is the same size as this man. <laughs> it's astonishing. It's a, it's a certain type of genus of them that is like particularly particularly large. Um, <clears throat> American Bison. There's, I can't remember what it's called here. Maybe this will tell us. Um, anyway there's a certain genus that are just absolutely gargantuous it's, it's just astonishing here it is it's the plains bison look at him just huge anyway enough of bisons what, what have you got for me Ross Hughes anything else um, do you know I was just having a, a chat so I saw I saw this family the other day and mm. like five kids I think I think one of the kids was called um one of the kids was called Zeus and I was like oh, that's a cool name um, and then the other like three or four kids all had like kind of regular names but spelt yeah. really really stupidly, really stupidly. And anyway, so we are chatting Stupid. about this and I found, found out today that in Denmark and as you think uh, in, in Germany, Germany as well yeah. they they have a list of names you can mm, you can call an authorised name list yeah what was your thoughts on that I'm quite pro it. I like it. Because yeah. it stops people just having really stupid names. For yeah. like, and it's not, I think there's a difference between there being like cultural names, like, oh, I'm from Turkey, so my name's influenced by that. I think that's different and they're okay. But it's when people are like, I'm going to call my kid Apple or Zeus or like something. And we're, we're in actually an age group where we didn't really have many friends that were like that. Yeah, most of my mates are all got, like got traditional names. Tom, Dan, John. Yeah, yeah. But Lots now in the coming sort of 10, 15 years, we're going to start coming across these people with some fucking stupid names. Mm. Um, I did have a friend called Sky growing up. Yeah, yeah. The, the Sky was, I, did, I maybe knew a couple of Skies. Mm. And I was like, yeah, that seemed like kind of a normal name. Just normal enough, wasn't yeah, it? But like yeah. Apple. Yeah. But, but at least, at least with that, like you know how Apple is spelled, you know, yeah, and, and you'll remember it. Um, because you know, sometimes when you meet someone at a party and yeah, like you've had a, had a few beers and then they 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 throw a crazy name at you and mm. you don't mean like my brain doesn't work in no. such a way, so like, no. I was like I'm gonna forget that name, Same. I've never heard it before. All the time, I'm gonna forget it. Me. I did some filming with the, like an artist the other day, 
And I, I know the name now, but um, I won't repeat, but she told me and I was like, Dan, don't forget this name. Don't forget this name. Walked away, thought about something else, came back, was like, shit, how do I pronounce this name? So I had to be doing that. I was like, hey. <laughs> but she, she must get that all the time. Oh, do you know, so, and, it, and so, yeah, and, true. and so by the parents giving them, like, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm all into people having a bit of create, creative license. They're allowed mm. to do that. And so maybe actually a list, setting a list is maybe not like a fantastic idea yeah. but, but maybe they're just like okay this is how you spell the name so yeah. like yeah these are the names you can, you can have right but we just have to agree on the spelling yeah because like a kid growing up and always having to correct people on the spelling of his name yeah it's not really fair as well um, also just like potentially they might get to the point where they're like applying for jobs and like yeah like, well, agreed I'm not gonna hire Zeus because like yeah or maybe you would hire Zeus I don't know yeah uh, sometimes it depends on the profession sometimes I'm sure it would be an asset and sometimes it's probably a bit of a liability right yeah yeah what was that one we heard the other day was it like Justice Maximus or something like that it was like a celebrity Decimus Maximus Meridius father <laughs> to a murdered son husband to a murdered wife he will have revenge in this life or the next that one yeah yeah from Gladiator <laughs> <laughs> no, no, so I think the mum's called something Maximus and then she's called her son Justice Maximus I think <laughs> Lame. I'll have to google that but this isn't you know um, I think it's tough. It's tough given the. What would you name your kids? I'm really thought to be nice. Just keep it biblical. Just keep John, Joseph, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ross Junior. Strictly biblical. We're yeah. gonna have John, Peter, and Ross Junior. Ross Junior. <laughs> Ross Junior. Ross Junior. Junior. And Ross Junior. 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 In our family, um, we're like. There was a tradition that the firstborn would be called George. Oh yeah, and so my dad is called George. But your brother's not called George. No, so obviously <laughs> called Marky obviously, Mark, isn't he? He's called Marky Mark, exactly. Um, mm. uh, obviously George. George bucked the trend. He's like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I don't like these traditions. But my so my, you're gonna have, he's gonna have two grandkids called George. <laughs> I mean, that'd be quite good, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, my but it's got, tradition, Mark. <laughs> just, just tradition. Uh, my uncle called his daughter Georgina, though. Oh, um, nice. So, so there's someone's done that. You hear about Mike? So I've got a friend called Jasmine. So Jasmine's obviously like, is is a common enough name. That With is, an S or a Z. With a Z. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but like Jasmine, I think, is kind of in the sky bracket where it's kind of like, anyway, she's called Jasmine. And she had a load of sisters who were older than her. And her sister called her kid, so Jasmine's niece, Jasmine. <laughs> See, that's confusing. So, so Jas- but Jasmine was like, what are you doing? <laughs> my name. Like, she's like 14 years younger than me or something. Like, she, you've just literally given her the same name. And the, the, that aunt was like, oh, I just really like the name. Yeah, would you take it as a compliment or just be like... It's, be like, it's just a bit annoying, isn't yeah. it? Because like, it's not the age gap isn't enough that it's like an honour... Yeah, that's anyway. true. Because because Tim's dad's called Tim, and then his yeah. granddad's called Tim. <laughs> really? So, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's really so funny. You know, there's a lot of Tims on the. So do you reckon Tim's going to carry on the the mantle? Oh, surely, surely. Tim Blackshaw, Junior, 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 Junior. Do, do they do Do they do that if they're still alive? Do they Junior, Junior, Junior? In all in a, don't they start going first, the second, the third? Do they do that? That's quite cool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's quite, quite cool. Is like. Yeah, it is weird passing on your name to your kid, isn't it? Is it is it like is it a certain level of just like arrogance initially when it first happens? But after that, it's a harsh tradition. We do. It's it like now. a land. It's like a landed gentry kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, I like the I like the uh, the uh, Icelandic way of naming. Yeah, son or daughter. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, my son would be maybe I call him Hans. He'd be Hans Danson. Yeah. 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 How cool is that? So, so surnames don't carry there. Surnames don't yeah. carry. So your surname is, so yeah. if you're a gal, it's daughter. So say uh, Bridie, you had a daughter of Bridie. Bridie's, your daughter would be called uh, Elizabeth, Bridie's daughter. Okay, okay. And so yeah, it takes the, yeah. It's cool. It's, it's quite an easy way. Probably of confusing. Kind of easy way, yeah. Cause it's, it's confusing. And apparently <laughs> they have lots of like people end up um, like accidentally hooking up with their distant relations because no one can work out yeah, if, they, if there's like family or connections. Yeah, they have apps, yeah. don't they? Yeah, they have yeah, apps to, to work check, out. Yeah. To check these things. I've got a question here. Mm. All um, 
So, d- is there a possibility that surname, certain surnames, like eventually we're going to have less and less and less surnames? Because, like, when do you make a new surname? Now? That's true. Yeah, very like, good point. But surnames do potentially die out. Yeah, that's true. Um, unless somebody just sit, goes to the registry office and just makes a wacky surname, which which probably yeah. does. That probably happens maybe as much as a surname dies out. Probably quite rare for a surname to die out. Would you say? Mm. That's a very you good know? point. Um. Because the ones who are like knocking around now, but then, but like yeah, like are we just gonna get less and less surnames? So we're just gonna have like yeah, loads of Smiths, good point. loads of Patels, loads of Shahs. Yeah, it's loads a very good of, point. You know what I mean? And mm. be, yeah, yeah no, I reckon there's probably gonna be lots more double-barreled surnames. That's probably the new thing. Yeah. And then what do you? What happens when you've got like two double-barreled people marry? Like, say you've got double-barreled and your partner has a double-barreled name. Yeah. What happens then? Would you have a double-barreled surname? if I married someone who wanted to keep their name yeah I probably would keep just Reese. yeah yeah but, but what about the kid oh they can do what they like I don't care about that they can have a double marriage <laughs> yeah, I don't care about them <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> well, uh, my fruit these <laughs> Do you, as long as I can call them I'm Zeus Zeus is actually quite a cool name you know what I take it back mm. yeah I take it back I actually asked the mum I was like because I I don't know why they, they they gave me like kind of Scandinavian kind of the names I was like oh so where else are you guys from originally these are you know some interesting spelling names like, no we're just from Maitland just from around here just thought the, just like the way they were spelled I was like fair enough just like the way that they were spelled <laughs> nice um, do, I'm like, I've, am I? Do, would you say that people have double, there's a correlation between being quite posh and having double barrel sin? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. always because they're the only people that like want their f- family name to carry on. Right? Yeah. Here's a question for you: mm. Do you ever come across a Reese and you're like, uh, so I've come across a few Hughes's, mm. like in, mainly at work I can might yeah. see some absolute wrong in Korean I'm like I'm yeah. probably distantly related to you aren't I like, it's <laughs> probably at some point we're all distantly related to you know because when you go back in time I suppose we are yeah you know there's a key for you like one what is it one in every 200 people is related to Genghis Khan if you trace them back mm. in the world isn't it right I heard somewhere that there's Every, most people can be related back to one woman in North Africa. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because it's a, a, a gene. Yeah, that, was, that we all have. Yeah, and how can we all come from one person though? That's right. It's very yeah. It's a very yeah. good point, isn't it? She was called Eve. And oh, really? Yeah, the Garden of Eden. You know, that was just a whole. That was it. Mm. That was that was where it came from. We've all came through her, didn't we? Yeah. So she must have been on like a just brooded. A successful lineage of people, I guess. Yeah. And they must have bred with all the other people. Did we breed out the Neanderthals or did we just no, kill them No, we still all? got a few of them, in the, a few bits in us. Yeah, okay. A few bits we still got a few genes. Like most people have like 3% Neanderthal or something. Yeah. Well, I think probably more so in Caucasian people. Yeah. So we used, to, we used to interbreed with them, did we? We did, yeah. And I think there were some really interesting ones and I can't remember the top of my head, but it was, it was something like um, they had a gene that... Um, help blood clot faster, stuff like that. Okay, yeah, that yeah. we like took on or like things that we we took on from them and have kept because it's obviously useful. Mm. I can tell you off the top of my head, but it's very fascinating. Would be interesting if there was a <clears throat> a completely different intelligent race that mm. we couldn't, you couldn't, ha- you couldn't yeah. have offspring with. Yeah. So like so we weren't interbred with, but that could have been. Yeah, but do you know, like as intelligent as us, mm. um, but the, like completely separate octopus. Yeah, <laughs> have you watched my octopus keeper? Yeah, but apparently octopuses he are the octopus. He loves octopus, doesn't he? He loves that. He's, he really someone said to me the other day, it was like he's, he's definitely really going through a breakup, <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck, he is, isn't he? This guy's going for a hectic divorce." Yeah, he's obsessing over an octopus. Do you think the octopus was because the, that's why the divorce is happening? Because <laughs> he's way too into the octopus. Just no, I think majestic. he was divorced, and then he was losing the plot. I think, and then. That was his like outlet. Oh right, okay. Yeah, trying yeah. to shag an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> Too much anime porn. <laughs> oh god, no, that was good. Yeah, I've gone through all my talking points. What, any more talking points for us? No down? talking points for me. But yeah. there was I, that, that something was on my mind then, and I was about to say, oh, it was about evolution, wasn't it? Yeah. Dennis Ovens and stuff. Some really cool stuff on those. Maybe we should do an episode yeah. on. Oh, do you know what I did? Just a little bit of googling before we came on um, about farts. <laughs> and do you know allegedly only one percent of your farts smell 
which I'm not convinced by. Sometimes I 1%, find that... 1%, it's very low. Yeah, it's Would you low. say? Yeah. It's quite late. I don't know. I'm going to have to fact check that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and they've done a study as well. Apparently female farts smell worse, like smell more often than male farts. Really? Which I think I'd also have to fact check as well. Yeah, interesting. Who's saying this though? That just could be anyone. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I've just read it off the website. You're so. saying this. <laughs> <laughs> Fart expert, Ross Hughes. This is, this is the problem with our podcast is we just look on random websites and like, yeah, it's fact. Yeah, it's I've factoids. Heard it. You've, you've, you've heard, heard it here first. <laughs> Maybe you should do your own fact check, checking guys. Here's, here's one. How do they do the fact checking so they know that it's like concrete, legit? Because right. um, surely they're just looking up on the internet. Like, how how do they get their like, all their sources together? Yeah, you know? um, Britannica. What's that thing? Encyclopedia Britannica. I reckon they just go and fall back on that. <laughs> yeah. Remember those? Like you go to someone's house, like a friend's still- house, and they had these all these like Encyclopedia Britannicas. Yeah. Grandpa had all of them. And they're like they're like two hundred bucks. They're expensive. That because that was what you kind of needed for your homework mm. back in the day. Yeah, you did. You'd yeah. like pick out like oh, I'm yeah. doing, uh, I don't know, doing tigers today, and I pick mm. up T, and like you yeah. just scroll to the page, and it'd be that whole, and you just and copy t- that whole page. Bam, yeah. homework done. Off. Yeah, yeah. Go and play Nintendo. Yeah, I, I, I haven't checked this, but I assume Britannica's gone bust. Would you say mm, they must have moved online, right? Yeah. yeah. Look, I think you can still get them. People, people flog them pretty hard. I think. But can you not just go on Wikipedia, can't you? It's true. Mm-hmm. It's cycler. Cycler. Here he is. Cyclopedia Britannica. Still coming up. No, it's the website still there. Well, I'll be damned. The world, it's obviously just moved online, right? Yeah. They used to have like movies and stuff. Yeah, that was cool. They had movies? Yeah, like information on movies and pop culture, I think. Oh, shred. Anyway, yeah. that's probably the end of the episode. Thank you for, for listening along. I'd like to shout out everyone you made it this far. Hopefully you learned some interesting, maybe facts. On possibly facts. Possibly facts. D- from- d- don't sue us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Ciao, Bella. <laughs>